Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Optimize. Today we got Nathan Wood. Hello. Expert in real estate. Upcoming. Yeah, upcoming expert. How's it going? It's going good. Have you been optimizing lately? Uh, I've been starting to read a lot more. uh, About to finish uh, this book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Probably been mentioned on here by my boy Arthur. By Arthur. Yeah. He mentioned that. It's a great book. One of the greatest books for if you're looking to improve your life um one of the uh, questions i asked arthur was on here because he's also really wants to get into real estate why did you choose real estate um i just saw a lot of opportunities in it and uh yeah started to uh researching listen to podcasts favorite podcast real estate 101 so there are opportunities and everything right yeah but i just saw this is this is this looks fun to me this looks interesting where did you first hear about it uh, from my aunt back in Oklahoma, back in the day, probably like ten years ago, when I was little, she's like, she was like, you should become a realtor. I'm like, that sounds boring as balls. But the more I look into it, you have your own schedule, you can work whenever you want, but you still have to work like, at, like a decent amount. But especially for investing, uh, you can use it to save that that three or six percent, whatever the fee is for buying a property. But that shouldn't be the only reason you should. What's your biggest motivator behind wanting to become a... Uh, I want to... You want to uh, own rental properties, right? Yeah, I want to own rental properties. Same thing as Arthur. Stuff like that, yeah. Basically the same thing. Is the biggest... I know Arthur's was just to be able to have passive income and then live his life. Is that the same thing with you? Yeah, I want to be able to live my life freely and not have so many liabilities that I am tied to the ground or tied to a job. I want to create passive income. I can cover my cover my stuff. Now, uh, say you get to that total passive income place where you're living off complete passive income. What would you do with your with all your time? Um, I feel like I would start a business because then if if I have all that time and I'm and I don't want to retire yet, which the goal is to retire pretty early. But if I don't want to retire yet, I can start a business. Hopefully, like a brokerage, something with uh, real estate, and uh, start living passively through other people. Very fascinating. Yeah. So, how have you started? How have you started to uh, get to that to the end goal? End goal. Um, right now, I've just been learning about shit. Cause <laughs> you know, do you guys say cuss words on here? I mean, you can try and keep it down because I have it as clean, but. Uh, so far, it's been fine, but just limit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won't uh, say that uh, stuff anymore. Okay, <laughs> that 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 heebie-jeebie stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what was that question? Oh, yeah, how I've started. Um, started to learn stuff. Just learning, and process, and uh, the biggest investment you can make is in yourself, Warren Buffett. Facts. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah, just learning right now and teaching myself, listening to other people, learning from their mistakes, because that's how the wealthy do it. Mm, they don't. True. They don't make their own mis- mentorship. Yeah, mentorship. I'm gonna. Do you that, have a mentor right now? I don't have a mentor right now, but when I head to college, uh, my first um, uh, summer, I'm gonna head down to Oklahoma for a um, for a like for the summer and uh, hopefully work with my aunt because she owns a. She owns two massive brokerages down there. She's been very successful. 
He's made. So you're going to be plugged in. Yeah. Right she's, into the system. She's made millions of dollars off of real estate, and she has multiple rep, rental properties. So, how many do you think she has in total? Um, I don't think she has a lot. I think she only has like five, but I I think they're just single family. Good estimate. So five doors. Five rental properties. How much money you're making passively off those five? Um, well, if they're completely paid off, you're hoping for around a grand each property, but depending. Depending on the type of property, if it's a multifamily, it's like a 15 unit. Depending on how much you're charging the rent, if it's completely paid off, you don't have to pay the mortgage anymore, you get all that extra money. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so per door, I would say, make like a thousand or whatever you're charging for rent. So you're making about 50,000 a year. Yeah, that's just for her, but she's... But my my goal is to have a lot of doors. Like, I, I want to get double that or more. Oh, way more! I want to have like in the hundreds. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, like well, you, people use leverage a lot. Like they mm -hmm. just leverage uh, the money that they have. Like they can get investors and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, I would highly, highly recommend passive income, so you can. Try and get as mul as many streams as possible, but the first one that Nathan has going here is real estate. Start from the fundamentals. How do you? Um, what's your plan to build up from from nothing to um, your first property to your second to your third to multiple multiple? Yeah. So what people people think uh, real estate's like very daunting. They think you have to have a lot of money, but uh, in reality, you can go three and a half percent down and do an owner occupied loan through like let's just say like a duplex they call it house hacking then mm -hmm. you might see it on tiktok and people say it's dumb but it's a very good very good first good investment strategy. for people because you're living uh in the property so you can be the property manager you don't have to pay a property management fee so this is the first thing you would do yeah yeah okay and uh like you can with without the property management fee and stuff like that, you live uh, for about uh, you have to live there for a year for the owner occupied loan. Uh, it's one of the agreements for the loan, and uh, you have to. What is it? Once that's done, you can move out and use the passive income coming from that place towards another property, and people just keep using those properties. Like, say you go from a duplex to a fourplex to a 16plex, mm -hmm. 64plex, stuff like that. That A lot of people use it. It's called, uh, what, what was it called again? Um, oh, this uh, guy from Bigger Pockets, his name's, I uh, forget his name, but he uses something called stacking. He says it's a great investment and it's, you take, every year you buy a, diff a different property, start off with one then you go to two then you go to four units then you go to so you double six, every year yeah I double every year and he said it might seem daunting but it's, how are you gonna get more when you do like 16 like 16 that's where you can bring in uh other investors like outside investors limited partners they call them limited limited partners in real estate so you would be a general partner and with limited partners you wouldn't have all the units in uh the like in the like apartment building or something like that you would have normally people have investors that put in like millions of dollars 
and they do a 40-60 split. So 40% is for the general partners, which do all the work, like what I want to do. And then 60% are the people who are putting in the risk of their money. So they uh, take their money and uh, buy a property and they give a percent uh, return a year on that property. Like, hopefully. Okay. When do you plan to have your, uh, try and get your first one up? During uh, college, after college? I would say, hopefully during college. I would say, uh, well, actually, thing about my parents, are, it's going to be really nice. I'm going to get some experience from, they're, if I go to OU, they're going to buy a house. There, They've been looking for an investment property for a while. They're going to buy a house, and I would live there since I'm going there. And then I, they would rent out the other rooms, and I would be the property manager there. Mm. So hopefully I would make a little bit of money from there and then a job. And then I plan to get my real estate license while I'm in college so I can work over the summer there and hopefully make like... I don't know, 10, 20, Fantastic. Grand, 20 grand a year, and then I can start investing. So hopefully during college, I can buy my first property. Nice. And you're studying finance. Yeah, I'm studying finance. And you are going to Oklahoma. Uh, Still deciding. Still deciding. Yeah. I see. But I'm leaning towards Oklahoma. I mean, you got to if you got that real... Uh, deal uh, down there yeah oh I, I'm still I'm still gonna go there for the summers and stuff like that down there fascinating okay so I know you work out a lot when did you get into uh, fitness exactly so there's this uh, guy who was started getting a lot bigger than me and I was just uh, fed up with it close friend of mine but uh, you know you saw him getting big and you're like I gotta hop on that train I'm not on train. I don't take steroids. <laughs> no, I said on that train. Oh, on that train, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, can't have him getting bigger than me. Got bigger, and uh, here we are. And now. that's how it all started. That's how it all started, but it started to become personal growth after a month because I said, hey, this is a good lesson for me. It's like working out isn't just about getting bigger or getting stronger or getting more athletic. It's about discipline and... Uh, constantly growing as yourself and having patience i think about discipline you know one thing i've always thought about um fitness because you know i want to own a a gym in the future i think about why do i want to own a gym and when i thought this through i'm like is it really leading to anything super big just to own a gym but with fitness i say it's like the first that's like your fundamentals because you start with your fitness, like your physical your physical health. If that's good, then you can move on to your mental health. Because um, think about if you're yeah. if you're out of shape and you're, you know... In a bad place mentally. And say if you just haven't gotten your workout in for the day, you don't feel as good. Your, your mind is not as fresh. Yeah, you're like... So you need to work out first. And then I feel like you can go move on to um, like the mental stuff. So all these business owners and all these very important people, I feel like they need to get their workout in so their mental stuff can be more efficient. Have you noticed anything where it clears up your mental stuff? Did you, have you noticed anything from before you started working out to when you started working out where your mental clarity is just better or you're happier? Yeah, I've been like stressed for like an essay or something like that. And I go work out and I'm like, 
I only need two more pages. That's like... It becomes can, a lot easier. I can get that done in like an hour, hour and a half. And... You feel ready to do it after yeah, you work yeah. out. Yeah, because you're like, I just put my body through a lot of pain. Why can't I just exercise my brain a little bit? And I think it goes deeper than just in the moment. I feel like people who are self-conscious about like their bodies and stuff, they are... Or like in a mental like a bad place mentally you see them like have a lot of like eating disorders and stuff like that like you can you see them struggle with their body it's like just work on your self-image first and once you're happy in your body you can work on your mind and fix yourself i know i used to be like super self-conscious about my body and i was super skinny i started working out your whole life changes you become more confident in every area of your life like, <laughs> oh, I was, like, so scared of talking to girls. It was so funny. Yeah. But, like, it just, br- it brings confidence. Not just because I'm bigger. It's just, like, it's brought me discipline. It's like, what's the worst they could say? No? When just you, move on. You look <laughs> at your your gains and stuff. It it gives you confidence. Yeah, it like. It makes you feel better. My, like, my first year, I like, I weighed, nine, I weighed, like, 95 pounds when I first started. I was skinny as balls. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so skinny. And uh, after a year of lifting, I put on, I was 150. So I put on 55 pounds in a year. And yeah, I remember that. So I was like, oh. I remember the first time I uh, saw you over at Northridge, you're like, hey, what's up, Andrew? I haven't seen you since like like kindergarten or <laughs> third grade or something. Yeah. Didn't even know where this guy was. And we just started lifting together, shoulder press. And I was, I was out pressing him by a lot. And now today, this dude's out pressing me. Pass me up. Facts. You see what happens very quick. You just got to get in that right place mentally, and you, you'll get locked in. Yeah. And then nothing can stop you. If you're ever having a bad day or something. Just go work out. Yeah, get your body right first. Mm-hmm. You got to get your body right, then, then your you mind can. comes after. Mm-hmm. That's what's worked for me. On your and path, I mean, probably the first thing that anybody... That most people have ever done is to self-improve them, to improve themselves is work out. Yeah, like even just talking to people, like in general, I've gotten a lot better with, just because like I'm more confident and stuff. Like, yeah. and that's gonna help me in the long run because when I'm starting to net network for like say real estate and stuff like that, it's gonna be a lot better if I'm able to present myself and speak, speak up and yes, be able to you know carry myself better. Mm-hmm. What are some other ways um, that you constantly improve yourself? Mm. Probably uh, reading a lot. Have a disciplined routine. What is, what is on your disciplined routine? Wake up at 6. Uh, I don't need a lot of sleep because my body, I don't see a difference in function. Really? So I don't see so a difference. how much sleep do you get? I get 7.5 hours, so I go to bed at like 10.30. It's... Seven and a half. People, Ooh, a thing that I wanted to share on the podcast about sleep that I was telling to Arthur, but it wasn't on the podcast. Yeah. Seven hours works for you because if you wake up, you have a 90-minute sleep cycle, right? Which is like, I don't know, something at the beginning. Then you have REM sleep, non-REM sleep before that, and then like something at the end. If you wake up at the end of your cycle then you're, you're way better off. You're, yeah. You feel way rejuvenated than waking up in the middle of your cycle. 
Yeah, like if you wake up REM sleep, you're like, you're. It feels it's like you're terrible. tripping out. So why you, a very active person, can get seven and a half hours is because nine t- ninety times five adds up to um, seven and a half hours. Yeah. Of sleep. So you wake up right at the end. So you're good and rejuvenated. Yeah. Then. Go on with your uh, routine. So wake up at 6, hop in the shower, get ready, go down, make me a shake and some eggs, uh, head to school, and go through my school, come over to your place after we work out, maybe Mm -hmm. film a video for the YouTube channel. Very productive already. Yeah. So, like, over the summer, my screen time was bad. As I get back into a, I guess scheduled a time, yeah, a routine, um, I, I'm better off. And normally I haven't had a lot of homework because I've been, just been productive in class, which is very easy. Rather than people, rather than people just uh, like yes, people sit like finish something and then go straight on their phones. I what f- are some tips you have to like be extremely productive at school? I get school and with your homework. Some people, they uh, finish one thing in that in the class that they're in, so they don't have homework. But they have homework in other classes. But they decide to go on their phone. But instead instead of being able to finish all their schoolwork while they're at school, they decide to go on their phone, and then they're swamped with maybe two and a half hours of homework when they get home. It's like I'm using the two and a half, I'm using the little five minute periods between each little tiny thing to just complete homework and then when I'm off I'm off school you can focus on other things I can focus on other things like go work out with you film a video go straight to work drive around delivery drive for three hours come home take another shower Mm -hmm. so when you're at school you um, focus on the work that they give you in that class first get that done as quick as possible as efficiently as possible then most people go on their phone but you yeah open up something else from a different class and get working on that yeah that's what i do and good move and you have six and seventh off six and seventh off so i I would highly recommend that because that's the most time off that you can get yeah you don't want to waste time with a lunch in the middle yeah and it's like i had those eighth graders Going into high school right now or sophomores, get sixth and seventh off. Yeah, get sixth, seventh off. Don't get first and second off. Turns you into a slacker. Because then you go to bed later, wake up later. Yeah. And then you're just really in a cycle and, and you feel exhausted. You're like, why am I exhausted? It's like, well, you're going to bed at 1 a.m. and you're waking up at, let's say, 9. Yeah. In general, that just points towards the... Um, Importance of getting up early. What do you have to say about that? I know you really, you, you're really uh, passionate about that idea. Yeah, was it getting up early for me? Is like over the summer, I'll wake up a little later because I don't normally I don't have as many things to do. But when I do get up early, I just feel way more productive. Like I don't know if you've ever stayed up late and you woke up at 10 a.m. or the next day, something like that, and you're like, this day has gone by, like. And you're like, I've done nothing. Yes, today. it goes by so quick. It goes, it goes by way too fast, and you get stuck in that bad habit of going to bed late. And it's like twelve o'clock, and you're like, man, the day's already over. <laughs> yeah, 
And you're only you're like already halfway through the day, and it just yeah. started. And like when you wake it up at those times, you're like, "What's the point of getting up right now? <laughs> I've already wasted half my day." Yeah. Oh, I hate that feeling. Like, like I've uh, especially like over the summer, cause just, like me, you, and some other people hang out. Uh, yeah. And we uh, just do our thing the entire day, enjoy our lives while we can enjoy them, but also exactly. But it's like, like I don't think people realize at this age that we're at right now, we have it so easy. These are the golden hours. Yep. The, of life. The golden days, weeks, years. But our plan, we have basically the same mindset: is to make your whole life the golden hours. Yes. Exactly. That's what I really want to do. Yeah. My dream world. Yeah. I want to make my dreams come true, hopefully. Yeah. What is it? Uh, taking your dreams and coming... You, it takes little tiny baby steps to make those, though. People yeah. people think... Look at the... People look at the... Uh, say, us looking at the mountains right now. Man, that would take so long to walk there. But, like, say you take small little baby steps each day gets closer and closer one step one step at a time so what what is your steps what's your baby step today for getting closer to um your ultimate reality of living off of passive income like for today i don't have like day by day goals i have like maybe month by month like i would Uh just say like right now reading books and stuff like that like by the uh like middle of this month i want to finish rich dad poor dad and hopefully arthur said I want to try to read that four-hour work week because that's... That's fantastic. Because I've heard that's a very good book. I've stopped reading books because of the four-hour work week. Really? Yeah. You, I mean, it gives you, it gives you uh, like, the outline. The life that I want is to be able to live, you know, passively. And he gives me that outline pretty much, teaches you how to do it. So follow that. But that doesn't mean you don't read other books yeah. because he's saying that you focus extremely on one thing at a time yeah because like what is it Jordan Peterson one of the smartest men uh-huh. man alive he was saying he's a, this relates to getting to your goals uh, he says danger creeps up on you uh, like pretty fast like say you see a bear maybe a hundred yards away it slowly starts cre- creeping towards you and each time it creeps towards you, it stops. So you get used to that distance it's from you, mm-hmm. and then till the point it's ten yards away from you, and you're like, then you have that realization, oh, sh- oh, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm gonna die, and then they start running from their problems and running from their problems when you could eliminate that problem. What's the bear in your life, though? Uh, well, I don't really have a bear right now in my life, right? Because I, I use it as like a goal thing, like one step closer. Oh, I get more comfortable. I thought you were saying like, see, it it can, it can be a, it can be a different way, like like from the bear's perspective, one step closer, make him comfortable. One step closer, then you can pounce on that dream and make it a reality. Oh, so you're the yeah. bear. Yeah, I'm you the bear. are the bear. I am the bear. I thought you were saying, like, um, the bear is something to be afraid of, like... 
well, spending too much time on TikTok. Well, pe- people, people can like, people tend to uh, like see that. Oh, it's it's your essay's doing two weeks. Oh, I I don't worry about that. Procrastination. Procrastination. Yeah, exactly. And then, sit on their phone. Next thing you know, essay's doing two days, and you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. And so you're sitting there. How am I going to get this done? So rather than waiting for your problems to creep up on you and bite you, you, you can creep al- up on your problems right from the beginning. Yeah. Say even if it's a sentence. It goes back to the baby steps too. Just do one paragraph today. Or yeah, just or Start. maybe th- the importance think about of this. starting. You could you could finish a whole essay by writing three sentences a day, if it's due in two weeks. Yeah. Three four sentence three four sentences a day and that seems like little to no work that day rather than putting a great burden on you maybe in I don't know having to write half the essay one day half the next so you're like yeah oh no I've noticed with like hassle things like that that you don't really want to do if you just say you're sitting on the couch force yourself to get up and go start writing um it often comes a lot easier than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And you do more than you think. Mm-hmm. So the importance of starting is insane. With the gym, too, with real estate, just if you're if you're hesitating, you need to just start. Yeah. Like, what is it? Do uh, something. Like, doing something and, like, seeing that you can get more done. Uh, like, people, like, people uh, underestimate what they can do in like one year I think and they can overestimate what they can do in ten or it might be the under it's the opposite it's, way. it's the opposite yeah yeah okay so like taking things yeah little by little and just improving yourself in the long run you will be doing way much better than just doing big project like say doing big projects one like putting like straight a week into it and then having two weeks off consistency yeah just be consistent with what you're working on exactly consistency is key to making your dreams come true you don't you don't blow up overnight that that never happens yeah well even the people that did blow up overnight supposedly most of them have been doing it for yeah a bit They're, they're like people who blow up overnight like why do you think they blew up overnight? Let's take YouTube for example, like uh, like PewDiePie, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, PewDiePie. Was he blew it? up pretty quick, but it wasn't overnight. Yeah, like uh, like PewDiePie, uh, he he dropped out of college and he grind he grinded nonstop on his YouTube channel, knowing he was gonna make it. He he had the mindset that he was gonna make it, yeah. rather than being afraid that he wasn't gonna make it. So. He uh, continued to grind, and when he, and then people are like, "Oh, one video blew up." It's like, well, the reason that one video, overnight success. It, it's just like, yeah, sure, Tom Brady won six Super Bowls, but uh, look how many games he played and look how many games he's lost. He's improved Facts. himself. So it, it takes, like, Usain Bolt. He runs a hundred meter in like was it nine point something seconds. But although people they capture his greatness, but they don't capture what work it took to achieve that greatness. That's facts. So you always 
and it's it's just always being consistent consistency i feel like if you um start something and you don't know how it's going to go take um like you think you want to make it say with like real estate if you uh start if you start and you don't think it's gonna if you uh like you see it's kind of slow but you just keep doing it and you keep doing it like indefinitely you're bound to eventually make make it it huge yeah Yeah. the same thing with like i was thinking i wanted to be a pro soccer player way back in the day and i was thinking if i just never quit soccer how can i how can i lose yeah because if i'm always playing i would think that i would eventually make it the only thing i did was i quit (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i didn't make it yeah you got all you got also no one to quit yeah like if, if if you on the contrary yeah like was it I I was like I want to play soccer in college and it was like I see the kids who aren't who are making it to D2 schools who are exponentially better than me yeah. and I'm the same age as them and I'm about to graduate and I'm like I'm just wasting my time yeah so focus quit, on something else you quit but you also didn't quit on the optimized version of your life yeah once you quit i can really begun yeah because you are able to say like you have different levels of like life that you're uh focused on like say what do you mean by levels well like levels like say you have 30 points you have 30 points you have uh 10 points in soccer 10 points in school 10 points on family okay so Let's just say those are like your focus uh, areas. Yeah, your focus areas. Like, uh, like with the ten points in soccer, if you quit, you can add five points to each area, so you can increase. That's a certain parts of your analogy. Life. Yeah, I just made it. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> that was good. That Is was it fantastic? Like, so you can use the time that you were putting into that and you can improve other areas of your life rather than and optimize each point area yeah so like family weren't close to your family now you have more time to spend with your family what are some some things that you've done recently to um optimize each what are the what are the point areas in your life and what are some things that you've done recently to optimize each area um well like Working, I know this is like I really love working out. Uh, so like, but working out used to take maybe like two hours of my time. But like, in in the gym, like you can use something called supersets to superset other different things to get the most muscle breakdown in the Real shortest quick, amount of time. Explain a superset. Superset is uh, where you use uh, like say you do bench press, something for your chest. And then, on the contrary, like the opposite, uh, you could hit maybe uh, shoulders or you could hit like a bent over row or something like that for your okay. back. So, uh, fitness is one of the point point um, areas. sections, areas of your of your life. What's another one? Um, what are the others? I'd say school, friends, family, uh, work. Uh, I think. What are some things that you do? Like learning. Okay. Like outside, outside of school, learning. Like. Okay. 
And there's, is there a certain thing that you would say that optimizes all of them or um, just a tip that um, optimizes one of them? I, I feel like maybe just figure out the best way to use those, like, I don't know, not points, but, like, best way to manage your time. Like, if you, like, back to the gym thing, if you can, if you've been working out for, like, two hours, just cut your, um, like, bring your weight down that you're doing and cut your uh, rest times in half or completely cut your rest times, uh, like, down and you can complete a workout in, let's say, an hour. So that leaves another hour you for just, those other things. You just optimize your time times two. Yeah. You just bought an hour for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I can put that towards family. I can put that towards work if I want to pick up another person's shift. If I, uh, I can, like go finish maybe a project I was planning on doing after I worked out or after I go to work and then that gives me more time to sleep increasing my uh, like changing my uh, what is it productivity the next day yep overall optimizing yourself towards your dream and then if exponentially you, getting better so using that little one hour thing that I've started to do and cutting down my time I've now completely improved my life by being able to put while keeping the same amount of points and working out mm. I'm able to add more points to other things very efficient hey dropping knowledge bombs with Nathan Wood one more tip that you got for the listeners uh don't quit unless you gotta quit <laughs> don't quit unless you gotta quit to begin Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, sign off the podcast for now. Tune in next time.